Ladies and gentlemen, hello, and welcome back to the Good Talks podcast. Yes, I am Marie Murataya. And my name is Mark Little. Mark Little, who is shaking his head at me because I just knocked, what is this called? It is uh, a pop filter. Okay, I just, I always tap this pop filter because it kind of sticks out and I talk with my hands because I'm Italian. Is that why? No, it's not why. I'm... I think it's because my mom talks with her hands and I watched that uh, growing up. I would think that that is much more the reason. And then everyone likes to blame things on their heritage. But maybe there is a, a reason why Italians back in the day had to talk with their hands. Because they needed to be heard. It's be, it's a vast, there's a vast countryside, I'm told, in Italy. So maybe it is. It's beautiful. if uh, one, you know, Italian was over at their farm trying to communicate to another Italian at a farm, perhaps uh, three quarters of a mile away, on flatland, on a clear day, they're trying to communicate the number of sheep. Maybe speaking with their hands was necessary because you couldn't yell. Yeah, because they need to. They need to read the gestural cues. Precisely. Nonverbal, ladies and gentlemen, the beauty of nonverbal communication. NVC. It's awesome. It's what we call it in the biz. Yeah. What biz is that? Uh, the I, every business I'm in. <laughs> All your. Uh, all of your, uh, what is it, facets? All of the facets of my life. Yeah. When referring, referring to nonverbal communication, I always call it NVC. I call it. Starting today. I call it XV. As in. X is for not. Mm-hmm. And then V is verbal. Oh, interesting. Um, or I'll say XVL, nonverbal language. Whoa. Right? Interesting. Cool? There's a lot of my uh, speech pathology. Speech pathology has a lot of cool symbols. Okay. Yeah, I I enjoy that kind of stuff. Like when I learned about it, like the medical, the medical um, note taking jargon. I guess you could say, or not jargon, but just like the symbols. Like when you say with, it's a C with a line over it, sure. and when you say without, it's an S with a line over it. Like what's this? It's what so is cool the to C? take notes. What's the C for? With. Right. Right. But is it? Uh, Based on a Latin root <clears throat> oh, or something? Probably. Oh, oh okay. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Yeah. And I, I remember when, because now I do it all the time. I write like that when I write notes to myself and stuff. Yeah. And then there's other ones. I have but just all kinds of acronyms and stuff. Anyways. I remember you being very excited about that when you learned it. You're like, it's so cool. <laughs> you just see with the slash and it means with. Like I could use a W with a slash and that would also mean with. That's not how a doctor would do it. No, it's not. And like, well, I guess not. It's just, there's something so fun about learning that, like, different kind of communication you can have in an, with another set of people. And it's it's the same as learning how to write in Spanish. It's, to me, as exciting. Like, yeah. knowing that those different symbols and, I don't know, it's I just, just another, nerd out over it. Another mode of communication, which is always cool. The more ways you can communicate, uh, the better you can communicate. Which is why I love what I do. Mic drop. Please don't drop that mic. I think we've had this conversation before, but I'm going to need you not, was, not to drop that, that mic. That was called figurative language. Uh, well, it's it's hard. We're, you know, a thousand miles apart in different rooms, so I can't quite tell exactly what you mean because I can't see your facial expressions or anything. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. We're actually in the same room. Get a life. Everyone probably is like, everyone's probably cracking up right now. I thought they were in a different room. But they're this actually whole time. The same, same room. Same room. No, guys. Non, now you know. Yeah. Nonverbal communication. Um, you know what kids love is verbal communication. Man, I was out there uh, 
teaching some kids about brick and stick today. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and there was one kid. <clears throat> it's interesting how, you know, this one kid, of course he stands out because he's seeking the most attention. But after every, so I'm teaching him to draw. And I'm like, all right, this line goes here. Then we'll do this. Then we'll do a circle. Then we'll do a circle inside of the circle. And then we'll do a circle inside of the two circles. And after every step, he'd be like, I did it. <laughs> and his teacher like just looked and she's like shaking her head she, she said whatever his name is she's like hey you gotta stop you gotta stop he's so proud of him you're so. blurting you're blurting <laughs> and, and he was blurting yeah he had many a question i actually also had my well, first today uh, mm. my first fan club yes these that's little right. girls were like we're your biggest fans. It's like, thank you. Uh, I'm now your biggest fans because you're my biggest fans. <laughs> and they were like, huh? I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's right. It, you probably do this too. One of the most fun things to do when you're talking to kids is speak to them in a way that they won't understand, but that the teachers around you will love. I just find it so, it's so humorous to me. I do it me. all the time. Like, I'm not, I'm not uh, talking crap to the kids. No. But I'm just like. I do it. I probably yeah. do it every day. It's fun. It's one of the most fun things to do, really. Yeah. I have a particular set of teachers who I do that sure. with. I mean, I, I probably do it with everyone, but I have a particular set who I know are just the best audience for it. So that's what it is. Um, and it's I've got one little student. We'll call him, uh, let's say, Jeffrey. And uh, I prefer Lorenzo, since we're on a whole Italian thing today. Oh, that's a cute little name. Yeah. Uh, Lorenzo. Okay. Um, Are we still talking about the same kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just for for okay. continuity's sake. But uh, if Lorenzo, you know, he's one of those. I walk in the room and he his attention is immediate, immediately on whoever walked in the room. Sure. Hi, Miss M. And he comes up and he's like out of control. I mean, he goes from zero to hundred yeah. energy wise. And the teachers will be like, Lorenzo, go sit on your letter. Like da 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 da. Hi, Miss M. Da da da. Is he like? When you say out of control, he's now what? Like jumping around? He's jumping. He's on his tippy toes waving. Like, and I it, honestly, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm the celebrity in the room. Sure. You know, but he's the only one. Sure. <laughs> like, and he, but mostly it's because he doesn't want to do whatever he was doing. And so. <clears throat> is it that he doesn't want to do it or he's just so easily distracted that every next of, thing is amazing? Mm, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, Because... There are things he likes to do that he he might get distracted and it's amazing, but he can go back to it. Sure. But then there's other things like sitting for long periods of time that he doesn't want to do. Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, anyways, so it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I'll be like, oh, yes, Lorenzo, I see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the teachers get a kick because it's every day, you know, and it's and we'll always say, oh, it's the Lorenzo show. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, if that's what you're talking about. The Lorenzo kind of show. Those kids are funny, though. No, they're great. And it's so interesting what those kids grow up to be. Oh, this kid is going to be a performer. Nice. He I'm excited. I want to, you know. He's going to be a great, he could be an actor, he could be a comedian. Yeah. He, he needs an audience. Yeah. He will thrive if he has an audience. And that's fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly fine. It's fun. It's fun to have an audience. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I was, or two days ago, I was doing the, uh, I was reading at a different school and I felt very much like I was doing stand-up uh, at some moments, be, mainly because I had a, uh, a microphone stand. And I was mm. just like using it and just like kind of walking around with it and stuff. And then, uh, 
and the kids <laughs> it's it's there's so it's so much about the input that the kids give you right because it's i'm not standing up there just like hey nice shirt idiot and then just like making fun of the kids no you're not heckling them no hell no but uh then they'll they'll say something and then we can like have a conversation and how old was this group um the one of the groups with the most input and probably the most back and forth was a group of second graders oh yeah who i oh, wouldn't it was very interesting like i wouldn't have um thought that they would have some of the most real questions like mm. like how did you come up with this idea like do you have a company like blah 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 like asking all this different stuff wow and then when one group asked me what um what my best memories were from because I told them I, I used to go to the school and they're like oh like what do you remember most about it <laughs> I was like well How cute. luckily the things I remembered most <clears throat> were uh pretty much all things that they shouldn't do I was like well don't do this but I remember I jumped over uh, I jumped off of the swings and over a girl who was really tall there was a girl named Bridget and she was really <laughs> tall she was like probably five nine five ten in fifth or sixth grade oh, man. and she was a year older Girl. than me and so i just like and she was a b uh, she was a bitch and <laughs> i uh jumped over her and maybe she was a bitch because she was so tall also at the time i remember it's hard it's hard to stand out literally yeah also i think she had kind of a rough home life mm -hmm. just i mean based on my fifth grade knowledge of her as a sixth grader and and just how she was but uh i was like yeah i didn't tell them all that i was just like i remember i jumped over this girl uh, when I was on the swings and when I landed, I rolled my ankle. So I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I also remember, uh, one of my friends throwing a big rock into the side of the hill over there <laughs> and like a swarm of thousands of bees came up and it was very scary. Uh, there was one other memory, but I can't quite remember what it was. Anyways, I was <laughs> like, okay. I was like, yeah, sorry. All these memories are, uh, not really appropriate. <laughs> the teachers probably loved that. Yeah. The teachers were laughing. And then there was another moment when I was drawing and uh, after I was drawing, I was making sounds or like as I was drawing. So I'd be like, all right, so we're going to do a line from here to here. I'd be like, shwoop, and mm -hmm. doing things like that. And then, so of course, all the kids start going, shwoop. Yeah. And so oh, I, told, yeah. I told the kids, it was like, <laughs> remember, it's totally appropriate to do this in class after everything you do. <laughs> <laughs> and the teachers looked at me and I was like, just kidding. You can do it at recess, though. And so. The teachers yeah. were a bit concerned with me for a moment. I bet. They were like, we know your mom. And I was That's like, okay. I was like, I know, just kidding. Your mom's fine. She's awesome. She'll be fine. Oh, um, no, I'm not. No, I love, I have a little student who he's one that he gets the humor mm -hmm. and the sarcasm. And he's, he's four. He'll be f like, he's on the cusp of being five. So oh, man, but sarcastic even, five year old. But dangerous. even for that age, yeah. I mean yeah. that's sarcasm's like not something you would start to see till maybe like second grade. Yeah. Eight, maybe. Um, or that just understanding of it too. Sure. And he's like I I might have told this story on the podcast before, but it's so it was so crazy because I was trying to do that. I was trying to get away with that with my uh speech therapist assistant mm -hmm. and say something sarcastic to her. And he just started cracking up at me. And he told me, you know, you're funny. I was like, okay. And then when he comes into speech now, I always purposefully try to see, like, was it just that one time? Yeah, or does he, he get it? it? Yeah. So I purposefully do stuff. And he just gives me the little side eye. Like, he looks at me and, like, kind of smirks. Yeah. Like, I get you. I'm like, all right. No, that's like, funny. And then, well, it's funny because I met with the family a couple weeks ago. And um, 
I was talking about how good he's doing and just, you know, we were having his meeting. So just talking about how he's met all his goals and all this stuff. And I go, yeah. and your little, your little guy has a sense of humor. And I told him the story and the mom starts cracking up <laughs> and the dad just like rolls his eyes and mom goes, Welp, and looks at dad. I guess he has two older brothers, this little boy who are oh, also very sarcastic, nice. and mom is very sarcastic. Yeah. And so little brother picked up on it, yeah. and um, dad just was like, she, mom goes, he's outnumbered because he's not sarcastic like us. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, the but it's one? so cute. No, the dad. Oh, dad. So dad oh, is you. not doesn't have the same sense of humor as the rest of the family, sure. essentially. So he's kind of like, dang it, my little one too? Yeah. <laughs> I was like... It's okay. Huh. It's fun. It's I love it because it's you don't expect that at this age. No, that's great. But it's fun. It is fun. You just worry about the kid as the, <clears throat> as he get gets older because it's like a snowball, and then yeah, by the time he's in fourth grade, you can't have a serious conversation with anyone. I don't know this kid. No, I'm just kidding. It's cool to see this kid and think he is going to be something great. Yeah. All, all of my kids, I just have that like hope for. I think just because oh, of, of I'm optimistic, but this one, I'm like. He is the kindest soul. Mm -hmm. um, all year long, I've watched. This was his first year with our pro within a preschool program, yeah. um, within any school program, and from day one was just so sweet, yeah, so kind. And to this day, like he has not shown too many like really negative behaviors. He's gotten sad and upset at times, like sure. any kid. Um, but with our kids that are more. Um, have more severe disabilities he's the one that wants to go and help when he can when he mm -hmm. sees the aides trying to help them he's like what can i do to help type of thing and yeah it's so cool and he's kind of the kid everybody wants to hang out with like on the playground and everything yeah because he's just so sweet but he's also he's just like one of those kids he's so appropriate so socially appropriate so kind so helpful logical sure. and sarcastic i sure. mean he kind of checks all the boxes and i'm like he's gonna be like the asb president and and what's he with you for his articulation ah uh, yeah mm -hmm. that's not interesting even, it's very mild it's not yeah. even anything to me i'm like he doesn't honestly he's one of those kids where i'm like yeah he he needs speech but not a lot of my attention yeah and he's nice to have in there because he mellows the crowd out. Oh, I'm sure. Everybody kind of watches him and does what he does. Yeah. No, I'm that's like, good. You're my little model student. Right. So. I remember being uh, in second-ish grade, just in elementary school. And I remember having a kid that was similar to that who would go to speech. And I didn't understand. <laughs> like, well, of course, at that age, if you're not in speech, you have no idea what it is. Right. I'm like, I don't know what they're doing. Um, but then there was another kid <laughs> who was noticeably severe i mean he had like cerebral palsy so i'm mm. like i get why he's mm -hmm. going there like he has a rough time talking mm -hmm. but then the other kid would go too and so now i'm just picturing him as the version yep. of your student right exactly. so it's just like both are served by speech but one is like the outside world can see you're like yeah of course that kid needs help learning sure. to communicate and the other one you're like wait why does he go like, yeah. Like, what is that? Wait, what happened? Yeah. Why is why is he go too? I don't I don't get it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. It's such a such a spectrum. Like I have, you know, especially in the speech world, there's so many things we do. Mm -hmm. So it's kids qualify for so many different reasons when it comes to speech. Unlike physical therapy or occupational therapy, it's like speech ranges from your articulation to your language, to your f like fluency, to if you have a voicing problem. Sure. Um, yeah. And language goes along with cognitive. So 
typically if a kid is lower cognitively, they're going to need language support too. So that's kind of where that falls into. And then there's kids, like I have kids that need language support where you wouldn't quite, they kind of like, they're just, they might just slide below, but through the cracks if they didn't have me Mm. because they have trouble with their language, like understanding or expressive language. Mm -hmm. But you kind of couldn't tell if you just looked at them. You'd be like, wait, Okay, maybe, maybe not, but they do need me because they fall right below, like, whatever te- they tested, however they sure, tested. Sure, Yeah, it's interesting. I always think about that. And then in my setting, I have literally from mild to severe kids. Mm-hmm. So not every school in our district or not every program in our district is like that. So yeah. it's interesting. Hmm. It's very neat. Yeah, I went and hung out with some severe kids the other day. <clears throat> you did. And they were, uh, they were brick and stick fans of already, course. which was cool. I was like, whoa. Um, it was fun. It I I can see why it'd be fun to uh, or rewarding to to work yeah. with those kids and it's so it's funny because, you know, a a kid in uh, general ed pays attention. You're like, yeah, you better be paying attention. Yeah. And then a kid in that class goes from like playing with sand in their mouth to like turning and looking at the book for 30 seconds and you're like, "Hey, uh-huh. you're doing it. You're exactly. doing it. Great job." Yeah, so that's interesting. Exactly. I know. I've been thinking because you'll be coming to my to see my students soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out ways like for those kids that are more impacted, how I can support you and support them mm-hmm. in the in following along as you read. Sure. So I'm like, I'm brainstorming right now. But yeah. I might get some things together before you come. So that way I can sit maybe be interactive with them with like actual, like I've got the little characters on popsicle sticks or right. something. and you know, show them when you're talking about that character. That's what I was thinking too. Um, nice. So I think I'll do that because I want it to be, you know, beneficial for everybody. Yeah. You need to come up with the, make a, I think you've said this before. I think we've thought about it before too. Like plush toys. Yeah. Or like. Uh, no, I want you to have puppets. Or, yeah. All oh, puppets would be good. Puppets. Come on. Seems like it wouldn't <coughs> be that difficult to make a puppet. You know? I wonder if you could, well, just, we just need to find a company that can do it. Google.com slash how to make puppets. Heck yeah. Also, uh, oh man, what was I just thinking? Puppets. Um, oh, uh, stress balls. How <laughs> cute with yeah. their eyes popping out. Oh, like that. Oh, that could be cool too. I use a lot of stress balls with my kids that need like a fidget or something. Sure. Um, so those ones are always fun when there's some kind of a cause and effect, like, they squeeze it so the oh, eyes pop out. Yeah, or not even a noise, yeah. but just that, so they see like something's happening. There's that they have the tactile, but then they also have that visual like, oh yeah, I did that. Sure. I don't know. It's neat. It's I cool. did that. I did the nice. Yeah. Very cool. It is cool. All right, one more story about today. These kids, man. This one. <laughs> this one girl was like, uh, she had like a, she probably eight questions, like, and that's a lot, like. They usually do not How ask. How old is this one? The, uh, first grade, I believe. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And ge- I mean, because generally, like, a kid might not have one question, right? So for her to have eight. Yeah. And just keep, and there were times I ignored her, too. Like, her hand kept going up. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, no, we got. There are, I mean. We have 80 kids in here, so I have to answer one of them. Yeah. Um, but she got me to draw a tick, which I usually do not draw for, yeah. uh, for, follow along drawing and that was man that was a challenge as i was doing it like i was like oh man i don't know about this uh because he has shoes and to draw his shoes is 
not something that I've practiced a thousand times. <laughs> like I've practiced drawing all the other things. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of funny. It was mi- it was mildly stressful because like, oh man, I don't want to draw some crappy shoes while I'm up here. But then you said, I don't give yes, an F. Yes and. Yeah, I did say yes and. I said yes and, and I don't <laughs> give an F. I'm like, <laughs> yes and, I don't give an F. I'm like, these kids don't actually care. It's like, as close as we get, as long as they see it, they're happy. Exactly. No, so it's fun. No, it it's really good. It was good, a good little challenge, <clears throat> a good little uh, let's do this kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Challenges are important for our growth because now you know they you are. can do it if you're asked again. That's true. And I also know Regardless I, of how it is. I need to draw it more time so I can there figure out how to, because uh, I have a little, you know, I have a system for every other one and I'm like, okay, yeah. so now you make a hook and now you make a question mark shape with a long tail. Yeah. And like they get all those things. But with the shoes, I'm like. Okay, make a line that looks like <laughs> the line I'm drawing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they require more books. They want more books they from me. They want them. They've been saying, hey, is there another brick and stick coming? I'm like, yeah, I know. It's coming I'm soon. saying it too. Hey, man, I get it. All right. More books coming soon. They're coming. Coming, They're coming. soon. All right. Yeah. How much more time do we have? Uh, I don't know until we want to stop talking really, mm. uh, we could always end this one and start doing another one. Cause that's been 20 minutes of talk Ooh. of talking Straight about kids. talking about kids. Yeah. Let's, uh, I think we should wrap this up, but first something that you haven't heard this whole episode. And I that know. is that right there is monumental. This is the first time we have gone 20 minutes without talking about bean chata, ladies and gentlemen, bean chata when horchata just won't do. If you're feeling thirsty, if you need a pick-me-up, Bean Chata, America's greatest bean-based beverage, fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Please drink responsibly. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a good talk with Mark and Marie. Adios.